Can your friends go poof? Well, looky here. Can your friends go abracadabra? Let her rap and then make the sucker disappear. <laughs> so don't just sit there slack-jawed and buggy-eyed. I'm here to answer all your midday prayers. You got me bona fide, certified. If you got a genie for your shared affairs, I got a powerful urge to household Jewish. I really want to know. I don't. Like, I... <laughs> You got a list that's three miles long, no doubt. Well, all you got to do is rub like so. Mr. Aladdin, sir, have a wish or two or three. I'm on the job, you big nabob. You ain't never had a friend like me. Sure. <laughs> do you... Y- you want your mic? <laughs> you no. might need this. Nice. She got the second half of the song. All right. I the one I don't know as well. well Are I you do ready remember now? That. I do remember that. Yeah. All right. Welcome to Tell Me Something I Didn't Need to Know, starring myself, Andrew. And me, Larry. And me, Mary. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, it did take me half a second to... <laughs> <laughs> Damn red cans. <laughs> wow. Love them. This is a podcast where we tell you all kinds of stuff you don't need to know. Fill your brains up and watch them explode. All kinds of information that is real, but not necessary for life skills. It's only good for trivia games. I don't even. It's know not that. even good for trivia. I games. don't even know if it's good for trivia. It's been games. a while since I played a trivia game. Probably, I'm probably outdated. So thanks for joining us today. Heck yeah. You got the outline. Lead us. <laughs> oh, oh, is that how that works? Yeah, the outline you keep wanting to change every episode. <laughs> Change, spill shit on, and steal. Yes. yes. Uh, okay, well, if I'm leading the show, then uh, thanks, guys. That's all. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> you can't do that. We Wait, got, when you get, I'm got, leading we, the show. You can't tell me what I can and can't do if I'm the leader. You can't do that. We got a tweet. We got a tweet. We got a tweet. We did get a tweet. What's the name of the tweeter? I, I did in the last episode. Remember. In the last episode, I didn't. Fine, I'll get on Twitter and find out. <laughs> Suck. <laughs> No, I won't, because I don't have Twitter on my phone. <laughs> number one. And number two, I don't actually, I don't think I'm logged into the account, so I can't really. Twitter tweet. She knows who she is. Tweet tweet? Yeah. Thanks, Twitter tweeter. No. <laughs> see, <laughs> that's the thing. It's like, you're supposed to give actual recognition. Not just be like, hey, thanks. We were finally, you know, we got big pe- enough to get a tweet. We did from Peacock. We'll call her Peacock girl. Peacock person. Until one of us gets the apps and actually looks it up. Every time she says, <laughs> yeah. every time she says Peacock, I think we should censor Jesus. the last part of it. No, it's not on my phone either. Cause, uh. Liz Clemo. Okay. Her there name it is. is Liz Clemo. Thank so you, thank Liz you, Liz, Liz for that. She's actually in Los Angeles, California. Well, wow. thank you so very much for that tweet. We appreciate you. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. And your Peacocks. Yeah, they're pretty cool. I don't know if they were her specifically or just the neighbors, but they were cool. Regardless, it was cool. Yeah, they were. So thank you again, everybody, for joining the show. Apparently, I'm the leader today, elected by the popular vote. Uh, you're the conductor of the train wreck. <coughs> you're the conductor of the orchestra. <laughs> Nobody's paying to see you. You like the Pied Piper? We're just going to follow you off the cliff. <laughs> and the band played on. You're welcome. So if I am following the outline today, with final thought till no- oh wait no that's the bottom. Jesus. <laughs> 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 you can find us. Oh shit, that's not the right place either. <laughs> I 
All right. Tidbits. What tidbits you got for us? All right. You've heard cat burglars? Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, bizarre case that was reported in Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Gives a new meaning to this term. Did a cat burgle somebody? Not quite. Do you know the difference between burgling and um, robbing? No. Robbing is with a weapon oh. and intent to harm. Okay. Burgling is actually just stealing people's shit with no intention of harming them. So is burgling even a real word? Yes. Yes. Okay. Burgling and to be burgled. Okay. Uh, this <laughs> is burgling. Burgling. This is about burgling. This is a burgling. But this either burgling. one could get you shot. You this know. is a cat yeah, burgling. Yeah. This is a cat burgling. Not if you're a smart burglar. According to the Lorian Police Department in Houghton County, that's in me. a man woke just after 4.14 a.m. on Wednesday to find that another man... Oh, it's a robbery. Sorry. You are a liar. It's a robbery. You are a liar. This show is over. <laughs> <laughs> a man awoke just after 4.14 a.m. on Wednesday to find another man pointing a gun at his head and demanding he give him two cats that live there. The man who broke into the home without permission took one of the cats before leaving, according to the police. He was located by police a short time later. The gun was seized during the arrest, and he was booked in the Houghton County Jail on charges of home invasion and felonious assault. It is unknown if the cat has been located, though. So See, is that I a cat robbery, then? Or is cat robbery when the cat's using the gun? I'm not sure. Um, He's a little flummoxed here. Usually when people burgle somebody or rob them, there's some item of value. Unless this is like a purebred Egyptian something or another that sells for a high price. I don't I, think it was. In the UP? I don't, right. No. I didn't think so. <laughs> Why in the hell would you take the chance of going to prison over two cats? He only got one of them, though. I right. Guarantee, I guarantee you they have sled dogs up there that are worth more than Oh, God, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Bread, whatever, blood cat. Yeah, thing. I, don't, I don't know. All right, so as long as we're going to talk about the UP, we're going to stay there for a minute. Wonderful. You know, we're all trolls. Under the bridge. We live below the bridge. I know a lot of people that are trolls. You have to live in the lower peninsula to be there. <laughs> you don't get it, do you? Yeah. Never. Oh, yeah, I got oh, it. Okay. I was ignoring I was it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay. Yeah, see who we can offend in the UP. All right. Poli- I'm not trying to offend anybody, UP. Police in Ontario said an officer pulled over a motorcyclist whose license plate was clearly homemade and misspelled. Misspelled Michigan? Police in Ontario. That's Canada. I said we were staying up there. No, you said we were staying in the UP. Oh. While we're in the UP, let's stay Ontario there. does run Fairly up that certain way. Yeah. Words. Ontario does run up the that way. The story's from the UP. Sergeant Steve Koopman of the Kingston Police Service said patrol officers stopped a motorcycle when they noticed the vehicle's license plate didn't quite look official. <laughs> well, first Koopman. off, it was made of wood. <laughs> Koopman tweeted a photo of the hand-painted plate, which was marked for Ontario, but featured the slogan, Live for your die, from license plates that were issued by New Hampshire. That's New Hampshire's motto. Yes, but if you're gonna, it's if bad you're going too. to do that, you should probably spell the word "free" correctly. Live fresh yes, or die. Totally misspelled. That, yes. that, that moment of silence yes. there was, was it, not on purpose. Was I, it I, "live fresh or die"? I'm, yeah. I'm speechless. Yes. So police officers 
Gave him an A for effort, but an F for spelling. The license plate was confiscated just under two weeks after police in the same area stopped a vehicle with a similarly handmade license plate. So apparently that's a big thing up there, make your own license plate. Hey, you know that your license plate isn't officially. <laughs> I just wanted to let you know. Have a good day. <laughs> Canadians are a lot nicer. Yeah. They are. They're and how did they stop him with a horse? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Horse has a has a, a whistle like. Don't a, don't offend the Mounties, Andrew. <laughs> what are they gonna do? Come down They're here. And what are they gonna do? Come down here and nicely talk the to the RCMP. Death? They are badass. They I, are I badass. believe it. I believe it. But you're gonna come down here, give me coffee and Timbits. <laughs> no, but Ontario, thanks for mentioning us on I'm, your podcast, Ontario eh? does run for like Detroit all. Of, so yeah. we're not. Good. Yeah, if you're gonna. Or remember to live, fret, and die hard. Die, uh, yeah, die hard. Oh, that was just reported by someone. Did a fake license plates actually happen in Canada? In Ontario, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. We caught now, them snacking Canadian, on some Timbits. Why would a Canadian pick New Hampshire, for God's sakes? They didn't say they were Canadian Oh, people. No, 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 no. I'm just being a smartass. They got stopped there with New Hampshire made homemade plates. So they could be from Florida, for all we know. Or Tennessee, because well, there are it. people just, in Tennessee. Just leave your old expired one on and go for it. That's kind of what I'm doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, just ordered, I just ordered the tabs. I'm a little late. Yeah, I'm, I'm late on the, I think I'm two years late on the motorcycle tabs. <laughs> yeah, just run with it. Just go with it. All right. So this story was actually sent to us by several different listeners. And I did see it myself, too. I thought that was really cool. We got a couple people that send it to us do we have names for these people or are they just people i don't remember nope we don't have names don't remember all the names you are a friggin' jerk you should really write this stuff down you should help me no <laughs> that sounds like work no <laughs> oh, <help. laughs> it's like the blind leading the blind anyway <laughs> blind leader. anyway Drunk leading the blind, blind yeah, leading the drunk. Easy, yeah. There was a stray dog that broke uh, into a Dollar General store. Mm. Uh, not sure. security if a dog can break it? I'm not sure what state <coughs> this is in, but it's the county is called Duplin. So the stray dog broke into the Dollar General store and stole a purple u- unicorn toy. Stuffed animal. Well, given the fact that it's or a attempted. dog. Given the fact that it's a dog, I think I'd have let the son of a bitch keep it. Um, That's impressive. He apparently... Did he pick the lock? So I don't know. I'd, I would say <laughs> he was unsuccessful because he actually made five attempts. Whatever reason, this purple unicorn stuffy meant something to him. So he actually made five attempts to, to get the purple unicorn stuffed animal. They finally rewarded the dog and just gave it to him. Animal control officers... Shouldn't um, be a part of this story. This is a heartwarming story, and now it's going to be sad. No, it's not. Oh, okay. He found the dog, a one-year-old stray. They named him Sizu, and they actually went to the store and bought him the toy because someone at Dollar General called him and said, there's a dog keeps breaking and trying to take this stuffed animal. So <laughs> You would think that they'd <laughs> lock the fucking door. Um, anyway. <laughs> like I said, who's in charge of... I don't know. Who has the keys? Are there keys to this door? So the animal Denny's, there's no locks. Right. You just can't have that bike lock that you put around. (laughs) Anyway. 
So Animal Control posted on Facebook and said, this is what happens when you break into the Dollar General consistently to steal the purple unicorn that you laid claim to. But then... A rash of break-ins happened and all the purple unicorns were stolen. They're gone. <laughs> but then Animal Control called to lock you up for your breaking and entering larceny. But the officer purchases your item for you and brings it in with you. Um, so then the Animal Control actually put him on their adoption website. And he was quickly adopted, and his behavior went, his criminal behavior went totally viral. So, for whatever reason, the stuffed animal kind of meant something. Repeatedly tried to take it, and they finally bought it for him. <coughs> Gave it to well, him, that's and kind of cool. And I'm really happy out. that he was adopted. I hope it was I to know. a nice family. Probably not so. because people are jerks, but I hope it was very nice. <laughs> no, if you like purple unicorns, you're gonna get to a nice family. Can you can you imagine the FBI profiler? It's a white male. 35. Probably late 30s. Uh, yes. Oh, <laughs> profiling the breaking and entering yes. with yeah. a purple unicorn. fetish for unicorns or he grew up with one. <laughs> he stands homeless. about two and a half feet tall. Yeah, now he's homeless and stealing them. And who's got a national day for us today? Um, before that, I want to address an issue okay. that I heard about. I don't know a whole lot about, but I did heard about it. Okay. <clears throat> if you walk into a store and there is a person not wearing a mask... That does not give you the right to burn the store down. I don't remember where it happened. I think it was Muskegon, but I don't remember. My wife brought this home to me. That is insane. Somebody burnt down a Dollar General. You were telling me about it. That it because somebody inside was not wearing a mask. No, mom didn't know the reason. Mom, my mom told me. said burnt that some bitch right to the ground. Yeah, that is not okay. It's not your business either. It's not your business. No. If you are a mask wearer, which we all pretty much are, it's not your business if someone chooses to not. You don't know if that person has had the vaccine. I don't know if the vaccine works properly or not, but you don't know. It's, it's, it's just simply not your business. And that is destruction of property. That's not okay. Well, Somebody the, worked hard to get that and, business. And the thing of it is... Yeah. is I agree. Keep your matches to yourself. Oh, no. Well, all the businesses have the sign on the front door. Yep. Well, apparently but it was an what employee. What happens is, is like the gas stations and stuff, you have employees who, if someone walks in without a mask, just fuck it. And I've heard their reasoning as I've been in there on my way into work. It's not worth the confrontation or not worth the... No, it's not. You're right. There's too many Karens <clears throat> out there. Yeah. Yeah, there are too many people in the store already that are going to go, you're not wearing a mask. And the, the problem is, is the person who burnt the store down is a Karen. <laughs> They can't mind their own fucking business for 10 seconds. And if you're really worried about your own health, wait for that person to leave. Go to another store. <clears throat> yeah, there's like 15 or, of them on or, Apple Avenue. Order, Just go to one of them, a different online. one. online. Amazon delivers absolutely fucking everything you could ever want. Right. Trust if you me, are so worried about somebody not wearing a mask and you don't want to enter, then order it off the internet. The guy who delivers it to your house will have a mask. And if he doesn't, that does not make it okay to burn him down too. Torches. <laughs> no, not even his van. It's like, oh, you're not wearing a mask. What the? F there was a fire bombing on Langland. <laughs> <laughs> like, should I wear a mask in my home because I'm afraid that my house is gonna get burnt down because wow. I'm not wearing a mask? It's ridiculous. You're right. It is. It is. So I, I just wanted to address that. That's my tidbit for the day. That's cool. I'm glad you brought that. I'm glad you brought that. And people wonder why pistol sales are going through the roof in this country. <sighs> Honestly, if I had one, I'd it's freaking mayhem. People are insane. Insane. Karens, specifically, Karens. are insane. Karens are 
What Caribs happened? are a plight. What happened to the good old fashioned soccer mom thing? They grow into Karens or something? What what the hell? No, they died off and, you know, Karens, Karens were took born. Replacements? See, the soccer moms knew better. What they did was they judged people silently. Okay. Unless you were in their the kids back coach. of their head. Which is what I'm doing right now. In the back of their head, they're going, <laughs> you know, that person should be doing something different. And then, you know, maybe they didn't do it in the back of their head. Maybe they said it out loud, but just loud enough for their kids to hear. And those kids grew up to be Karens who, instead of keeping it to themselves, decide, I know better than everybody, and I have to rule the world. Karenism is a problem. Off the Karens. I never said it wasn't. <laughs> so Sorry, we I'm go. very... We touched one of our... <coughs> I'm very we, passionate we, about this subject. We've got Bigfoot. We've got Karens. <laughs> Honestly, I, should, I think we should have a big Karen convention and just light that on fire. Why don't Karens just open up their own store and they can all shop there together? We can call it Karens. <laughs> very good. Then we'll just stay away. We'll uh, first prerequisite on your application. Are you a Karen? No, you're not hired. On for the record, for our listeners. Karens? Karens? Right. I don't want told to. I just don't want the shit. Yeah, we just don't. And I will admit, after what was it, your plot, I am tired as hell. We're all tired of it. We are all tired of it. Oh. It's hot. It itches. It's but hey, warm weather's coming, so I can go in the river and get away from everybody anyway. Hell yeah, we're going to. Yep. Anyway, my okay. yard's big enough that people can't see me on the other side of it. I don't care. <laughs> Inside Andrew's compound. Tiny house, big ass yard. I don't yes. give a shit. Fortified. <laughs> Another tidbit, my bike is bright blue. Since when? My motorcycle. Did you paint it? I did. Why bright blue? Because it was dumb and didn't get neon green. So, okay, so my next question is... I should be caution cone orange is what it should be. That's, it's going to be that time of year, too, yeah. <laughs> blend right in with the construction barrels. Leather jacket that looks suits. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You going to get an airbag for that leather jacket? No. They do have them for the back. I am going to get a phone mount, though, so I can play Pokemon Go while I'm riding my motorcycle. <laughs> well, anyway. Stop here. <laughs> Shit, Growlithe! <laughs> Pikachu! Lock it up sideways. <laughs> What happened? <laughs> I got that squirtle. <laughs> Andrew, why'd you lay your bike down? <laughs> You've been unconscious for three days, but I got that growlis. Got it. <laughs> got to anyway, catch them all. <laughs> all 2,785 of them now. Anyway. Wow. No, there's a lot. Dunculus. <laughs> it is. From the original 150. I know people don't care. <laughs> I do because I do remember the 150. <laughs> 151? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or 200 or whatever it was at the time. It was, well, technically, it started with 151. Then they introduced <sighs> Mew, which became 152. And then they came out with Gen 2, 3. And we're up to Gen 8. It's just a. All right, let's move on. And there's on. really no reward. Let's move on. <laughs> oh, something else people didn't need to know? Yeah. When I was pulling in your driveway, yeah. there was a ride through across the highway that I did not get to catch because I was. We have Pokemon? Yeah. Must have been that loud noise I heard at 3.30 this morning. <laughs> you know, I just got they the They didn't need to know there was a Raichu there. I just wanted to... I, well, namesake, okay? Jeez. You know, I just got the raccoons out of the chimney. I don't need Pokemon down in... Well, they can't get in there now. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> Go to the Swartzes. They're running wild over there. Anyway. All right. So, I, I think since I'm the leader... Okay. I really like this title. 
You can stop calling me leader and you can call me maximum overlord. I'm calling you something, but I'm not there. <laughs> so it's more of a soccer mom something in the back of my head. Uh, you're soccer momming me, huh? I'm soccer momming you, yeah. I appreciate that more than Karen's. Max overlord. Maximum overlord, Andy. All right. So I think that brings us to National Days. I thought we were on that before we got all no Pokemon. No, we did tidbits. All right, so National Submarine Day. It honors the day that the United States Navy acquired its first modern commissioned submarine. On April 11th of 1900, the Holland 6. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was either 4 or 6. <laughs> May want to have that prescription <laughs> checked on here. <laughs> I mean, I could confuse fours and sixes. I was trying to remember my Roman numerals, if the sir. V, here's another thing that people don't need to know. It's a V. If the V comes to the left, that's first. <laughs> if the V is first, that's five plus one. <laughs> if the V comes second, it is one, or yeah, five minus one. Yeah. Thank you so much for that Roman numeral lesson. Don't bring up the X's and L's and. Uh, X is ten. I think L is twenty. Fifty. Is it fifty? Fifty. <laughs> Even it's two I X's. know that. Even I'm dumb enough to know that. It's double X. It's not a my bra size. Thirty is my favorite one. <laughs> <laughs> really appreciate the Easter Bunny. <laughs> we're gonna try this again. No, we're not. On April 11th of 1900, the Holland Six became the Navy's first modern submarine. So, National Submarine Day, how do we observe this holiday, Mom? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Well, she's honest. Uh, <laughs> nobody listens to the Maximum Overlord. No kidding, I'm a Karen. I don't have to. Do it my way. Now you can call me Maximum Overlord 5000. I'm doing it my way. Designed by Irish-American inventor John Philip Holland in 1896, he launched the Holland 6 on May 17th of 1897. I just want to say... Doing it your way is usually the most pleasurable way for you. That's all that matters. 1980-something, <laughs> <laughs> six. Yes. So they oh. launched it uh, in Elizabeth, New Jersey, and then the United States Navy later purchased the Holland 6 on April 11th of 1900. Now. Is that it now? It's just like never an mind, awfully long mind, pause. Never mind. It's because just an I awfully long step, pause. Blah, 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 blah. Anyway, as the Navy's first commissioned submarine, it was renamed the USS Holland. Oh, um, because the U.S. Navy wasn't actually called the U.S. Navy in Okay, the U.S. Navy's first submarine was the Alligator in 1862. The U.S.'s Navy's first modern commissioned submarine. There yes, is a was difference. You're right. I was trying to work that out in my head. That's why. Hooey! Anyway, it's National Submarine Day, and uh, to observe that, uh, buy yourself a submarine. Oh, or, or, you can always buy your submarine and put tell me something I didn't need to know on the side as a decal sticker. That would be awesome. (laughs) Next, go, somebody else go. All right, so I have National Barbershop Quartet Day. Ooh. On April 11th, toes started tapping. To a four-part harmony, thanks to National Barbershop <laughs> Shop Quartet Day. Shoo up, chooby dooby dooby shoo up. No, that's, anyway. no, that's different. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Barbershop quartets have a way of making the heart flutter. That is the word. 
Wow. That Took it just, from me. Took it just, from me. That was his first one to come to mind. Oh, it, it, it is the word. My small um, little mind. I was just doing a mom here. Oh, just pausing just... for dramatic effect. <laughs> <laughs> you having a stroke? Oh, like a squirrel. Very often they transport us back to a simpler time. Or at the least, make it stand. Barbershop quartets were kind of fucking awesome. They are. They are. They're still out there. They're still some Just out not there. in Muskegon, because... They are fucking awesome. We are talentless and dumb. Oh, we're not talentless. We're dumb, but we, we have talent. Yeah. Muskegon? Park or something? We, I thought you and I had seen that. Look, the only talent I offer, people really get mad at. Well, killing Karens, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> No, hardcore, sarcasm, Larry. Oh, sarcasm? sarcasm, and nobody enjoys it. Oh, you've got that in drums. I know. Robert Short. That was a rewind. <laughs> Barbershop quartets are a style of acapella or unaccompanied music, vocal music. Their music features songs with understandable lyrics and easily singable Abilities. You know who would make a really good barbershop quartet singer? Who? Eminem. <laughs> the green one or the red one? Yes. All four of them. That yeah, would make it a quartet. Good job. Thanks. You're awesome. <laughs> we got green, red, anyway, yellow, and blue. Anyway, so to observe this holiday, just stop and listen to a barbershop grab, quartet or, you know, grab three other dudes. I was going to say, grab three friends or relatives. And, and it doesn't even have to be dudes. Grab no. three other people yeah. and just sing with no musical accompaniment. I was going to say Karen's, but they'd probably complain. They will. Well, it's not about complaining. It's just... They love to complain. You know, if you hit the wrong note, Karen is going to light your ass up. Big time. Yeah. With a, with a Because we can't just live with it. With a flamethrower. <laughs> Get yourself a firearm. <laughs> Wait, I shouldn't say that. We're not being sponsored by a firearms company. <laughs> Depending on the manufacturer I pick out, maybe we can make that work. But uh, I have National 8-Track Tape Day. What are those? <laughs> Believe it or not, I remember them. Uh, that's why I'm here's asking the, you. Here's the I had an 8-Track Tape player. Here's the big... That was the first thing that came out right after the dinosaurs, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, they were, uh, they were only around about 20 years from, uh, mid sixties to the early eighties. I don't remember seeing them in the early eighties because cassettes had come out. Yeah. The original mixtapes. What are those? Cassettes. Side A and side B. What's that? You know, when you, when the, yeah, when the tape come out, you take your cassettes. Dimes work better. Pencils are stupid. But anyway, (laughs) of course I think CDs have only been... 20 years too but anyway uh, now everything's digital let's see uh bill lear of learjet corporation ampex ford motor company general motors motorola rca they all got together to create the eight track tape also known as the stereo eight uh it was introduced in 65 cars yada 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 i'm looking for my because there was a part i didn't realize here uh, 8-track cartridges were phased out in retail stores in the U.S. in 1982. And I do not recall them selling 8 Dad had an 8-track player in his... Uh... Uh, you remember my <coughs> old Dodge Maxi van? No. No? No. Um, when I was, uh, It was one of the times I was living on my grandpa. Okay. I had a van. Okay. Had an 8-track in it. Yay. It was awesome. You can still find them at the thrift stores. Yes. Uh, 
Yeah, retail stores at 82, but some titles are still available as uh, 8-track tapes through various mail order clubs until <laughs> late 88. So are brides. <laughs> They're still available. They are. <laughs> and I don't remember, because I remember, I will admit, but I don't recall, 8-tracks. Hanging out in the speakeasy, just listening to his 8-track. In his boombox on his shoulder. So if you want to observe it, find somebody, you got some 8-tracks, or a vehicle from the 60s, 70s that might have one, <laughs> just slap it in and, uh, yeah, it's right up there with cassettes. <laughs> All right. Find somebody with an 8-track player. Find somebody. Wow. I guarantee you somebody's got one. Now somebody's going to go online and post that they have an 8-track player just to murder people. Thank you, Larry. But they'll probably all have the same 8-track because that always seems to be the... The uh, only hope that I have in this particular instance is that at least one Karen. (laughs) (laughs) While while you're switching your (laughs) 8-track? No, it's his his lure. (laughs) Serial killer. Lure. Get a Karen. Take a Karen. Is that what we're doing? Please, please take a Karen. (laughs) All right, so this week we're going to do some weird world championships. We're going to start in Australia with the Tunarama Festival. Tunarama. Tunarama. Okey What is the Tunarama? It is held annually every January in it, Port Lincoln. It, is this where people sniff tuna? No. <laughs> no. You knew where I was going. We're, no, we're not sniffing tuna. <laughs> Just to see who smells the most fishy? Nope. You did it. You're the killer. <laughs> nope. Found it with the candlestick in the ballroom. <laughs> Billiard room was always my favorite. Right. Yeah. All right. So the Tunarama Festival is a competition that determines just how far a person can chuck a frozen tuna. Ooh. Are there people in the landing zone? I would assume so, yeah. Yeah, it just sounds more fun that way. Oh, definitely. Okay. Oh, is it like a whole tuna? You, yeah. yeah. You probably by the tail would be the, would be the best way to I chuck imagine it. Because tunas can get pretty big, can't they? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Jesus, yes. Can you do it like the hammer throw? Grab it by the tail, spin a few times, I don't and then know. let it go? Let her rip. Let her rip. The 300-pound tuna. <laughs> yeah, how big are around. these tunas they're chucking? <laughs> Come on, somebody he in Australia. I know. Two inches. Do we have a listener in Australia? Somebody let us know. Somebody Amazingly, a full-fledged celebration is centered around this event. Complete with a wide array of arts, cultural displays, participation events, local market stalls, and some of the freshest seafood in the world. Now, I can't believe you guys haven't brought this up. Yeah. Cruelty to animals. Really? They're already dead. They're frozen. Yeah. 2007 was the last time that real tunas were used in the competition. Oh, for the love of it. So since then, people only throw artificially made fake tunas. That sounds stupid. Which, oddly enough, makes the competition a little bit more... Yeah, that just sounds dumb. It doesn't sound as fun. Too many carriers. You're using real tunas. That's, That's going to hurt the dead tuna. <laughs> That's where I was going, but I'm uh. You're going to hurt the dead tuna. Come on, you Aussies. You can do better. Where's... How did Australia come up with... Yeah, I don't know tuna? where he got Australia switch, from. Switch the party from tuna to something else that you have an abundance of. Kangaroos? You want to throw <laughs> a frozen kangaroo? Kangaroos, rabbits, cane toads. They got a shit ton of all of them They just there. have... They just have yeah. big-ass freezers in the middle of the stuff. All right, and they put kangaroo bait oh. in there. <laughs> like, okay, we're going to get this guy. All right. <laughs> it would be like us switching to salmon. You know, we could just grab by the tail salmon chuck. Can't do that in America. America, yeah, uh, animal. 
hey, if you can throw cow shit, you will be lit you can on throw fire. Fish. You will be lit on fire. <laughs> you, you better be wearing a mask. What if you throw the cow shit that is already lit on fire? I'm what sorry, if you light cow shit. Ooh, flaming cow chips. Yeah, what if you throw flaming cow chips? <laughs> Just wave it over your head until the bag burns enough and the fucking feces flies. No, you gotta put the. <coughs> You gotta put the patty in your hand. The glove. You gotta put the fireproof glove on and just <laughs> toss uh, flaming poo. Yeah, it's easily easier to track that way. Cow chip, flaming cow chip. Yeah. I think if you don't wear be the like glo- discus. Right. I think if you don't wear the glove, you don't have to worry about a time limit on how long they can hold it. Yeah, you're gonna be going pretty quick before the flame gets over. Dude. Yeah. Anyway. I feel like if you are ballsy enough not to wear the glove, you should be rewarded. Extra points from the judges. It only went 50 feet, but I'm telling you, he gets an additional 15 (laughs) for the fact that he did it without the glove. Yes. (laughs) And I think he has won this championship. He throws poop farther than anyone ever saw. All right, that's number one. What's number two, Mom? (laughs) Gurning. It's the World Gurning Championship. Gurning. What the? Gurning. Okay, I. Are you sure it's not gurney ying? Like you no, just push gurning. it. Like how gurning? far can you gurning. push a, a dead body on a gurney? No, it's gurning. 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 All right, what are you doing, gurning? Gurning contests are a long-standing tradition in rural rural England. <laughs> England again. The most notable competition by far is the World Gurning Championship held annually at the Ergamont Crab Fair. To gurn is to make an ugly face. <laughs> So it's basically make an ugly face contest. <laughs> I'm trying to find a joke for the crab festival or whatever. Or I, uh, okay. When it comes time to gurn, a contestant... <laughs> Just get a convention of grumpy ass people. <laughs> when it comes time to gurn, a contestant traditionally frames their face through a horse collar, mm. which is another tradition known as gurning through the braffin. You know, we should have that competition at the crab festival. Listen, hold on. Before you go on... Keep your place, but before you go on, at the Crab Festival, we should have a lawn, okay? And have old people stand there and yell at people to get off their lawn, and whoever's the most intimidating, they're the champion. Ooh. Ooh I just came up with a new contest, yeah. Yes. yeah. Look. The gurners who typically get the highest scores from judges are those with no teeth. This permits them greater f- to contort their lips and their jaws to make extremely wacky faces. They just take the eye out of grin. Gurning. G-U-R. Gurn. So they Gurn. changed the eye to it. And then they moved it. <laughs> oh, spelling championship, man. I, I've never been a spelling championship. He's still going to live fra and die. I am. <laughs> I'm going to live fra and die. Okay. Number three. This one started in 1997 in Lancaster, New England. It's called Extreme Ironing. This Lancaster, England. Who can iron the shirt the fastest? Everyone pull out your ironing boards, plug them into the seen this one. aforementioned well, I... extension cord, and see who can iron the most shirts the quickest. You'll have 30 seconds. Go. I would not make it to one. Not quite. I did see gurning also, but not I, quite. I've seen this one. Not quite. Is this where you take like a hot iron and chuck it across a field? No. Nope. Damn it. No. Nope. No. This is, uh, this is part performance art. Part household chore and part extreme sporting. Can you iron the shirt with the person right behind you with their iron who has the potential to stab you in the back or more accurately burn you to Not death? Not quite. 
Extreme ironing is an exciting and dangerous sport where willing participants demonstrate their ability to get rid of clothing creases in unusual and perilous environment. <laughs> Rock climbing. Rock climbing. Right climbing. Dude had to do his ironing and he wanted to go rock climbing climbing so he just combined the two and a couple years later he embarked on an international tour to promote the activity and today extreme ironing enthusiasts from around the world are posting pictures online of them ironing their laundry on mountainsides underwater which i hope is not with an electrical iron skiing <laughs> and even during free fall which you gotta have a hellacious hellacious electric we can go cordless. You just need Most <laughs> women like it better. Basically, you just you need to combine the thrill of an extreme outdoor activity with the satisfaction <clears throat> of a well prep. Now, when you pull the chute, do you have to watch out for that shit coming down behind you? Ironing board, iron, <laughs> you know. <laughs> that's gonna, oh shit! Yeah, that's gonna ruin your day if that comes through the chute. <laughs> Well, I don't think I'm going to win this championship. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. First of all, how many people even know how to iron anymore? I do. I do. I don't well, but I, I do. I can. Do you know where the iron's located? In this house? I have no Basement. idea. Basement. I know where my mom's is. I put it there. And that's a scary thought. Because <laughs> <laughs> it and hasn't guys moved. Is, your guys' is not battery operated. Oh, man. It's a plug-in. I was going to say, hey. No, it's not foreplay. Unnamed company. Come out with a... <laughs> <laughs> but you won't sponsor us either. I'm really hoping that some adult company will sponsor us after this one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Brought to you by Triple X's. <laughs> with their Triple D's. <laughs> if you like them used fast and loose. <laughs> I am going to say this one comes out of Russia. It is held on a Russian river. Uh, this is the World Championship sex doll rafting. Oh, there, there we go. We're in. Where's our sponsor? Sex doll rafting. Sex? You just keep your eyes closed and let me put pictures in your head. Because <laughs> he doesn't have enough pictures. The event, which is held on the Vuaska River. Time out. You realize that you have a house on a river. And you're just going to give me ideas <laughs> to give you nightmares. <laughs> I don't care. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll really take quite pride if you, if you hold this on the White River. <laughs> Larry and no, I are really, going to be going the, up to the... The neighbors <laughs> won't mind, Andrew. Just let her go. Just go off the launch buck-ass right, naked. All right, so John and his wife won't mind. The neighbors on the other side. after we inflate the ginormous... As long as the lady's unicorn. not fishing, I don't unicorn think she'll inflatable. care. Yeah, nobody yeah. knows. The unicorn will have our beer in it, and we'll have... We just have to sit in the backyard by the river with Are that Are you ready? Thing. Can yeah. you imagine me having one of those sent to the house so I can do this on the White River? You might... No, you probably should. My wife would lose her mind. She would lose her shit like you before. It'd be hilarious. Order two. And... Yeah, one for him, one for her. <laughs> Honey, it's, it's a couple's activity. Yes. His and hers. His and hers. Yes. Larry, you get to use the hers. <laughs> <laughs> Sit. <laughs> All right. Oh, oh, wow. Comes with a free strap on. <laughs> Would you like the Ken doll version? It? We're not even going to make it through these, are we? Oh, not this one. We're going to anyway. stop right here at number four. Uh, oh. The event, which is held on the Voaska River, <coughs> and is sponsored by a number of Russian sex shops. 
Attract, we need the names of those. Attracts an average of 400 athletes. <laughs> if you call it athletic, man. Who are determined to tackle the choppy 1,200-meter course with nothing more than an inflatable partner for buoyancy. The contestants fight strong winds and water flow that tries to snatch out resilient dolls from strong men's hands. In 2006, out of all the contestants, only 40-year-old Igor Asafov was left to make the final climatic dash to the, f- to the finish line. At this point, however, the jury noticed his strange position, and they said he had to moor his doll. When he came out of the water, onlookers saw signs of recent sexual activity on the swimmer's doll. The judges then found the swimmer guilty of sexual abuse of the apparatus, and they disqualified him <laughs> because... <laughs> Air sex dolls can only be used for swimming, so nobody won. <laughs> well, let me guess, being Russians, they're holding this event in, like, January on the river or something. It, I didn't find where you they know, held some, it. Just when the weather is the worst. I did not find where. And I don't care what the guy's doing to the doll. If he makes it to the end of this river course, psh, give it to him. He's just trying to hang on. Yeah. I th- extra. I think she was giving it to him. Yeah, an extra handle. He was giving it to her. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So there we go. Hey, sex doll companies, we need a sponsor. We need a sponsor. <laughs> so we're going to have like... They're more lifelike. We're going to have like our my Bigfoot t-shirt, if we ever go simulcast, my license, and then a sex doll behind me. <sighs> and your wife across the table. Yes. Won't that be fun? Well, <laughs> Why can't I have the sex doll? Why do you get everything? Because I'm the one who started the whole merchandise thing. Send us stuff. Okay, now, send Mare stuff too. Number five, cricket spitting. Oh, God. This is right. This has got to be like cherry pit spitting. Basically, yes. You place a dead cricket in your mouth and spit it as far as you can. Like this. Now, there's rules. <laughs> there's rules. There's always rules. The crickets have to be brown house crickets. They have to weigh between 45 and 55 milligrams. Wow. The crickets should be previously frozen and then thawed for the record. You have to spit your cricket within 20 seconds of putting the cricket in your mouth. The distance will be measured from the center of the edge of the spitting circle to where the cricket comes to rest. Using a measuring. <laughs> spitting. The cricket must be fully intact. And this one lost a leg. You are disqualified. <laughs> yeah, basically. You cannot chew your cricket's legs off. So you can't really... And you must hold the whole thing in your mouth before you may enter the spitting circle. So you put the cricket in your mouth, enter the spitting circle, and within 20 seconds you have to spit it. There's like too many freaking rules for this. The last rule is... First of all, if I put a cricket in my mouth and I'm going to spit it, okay, I get credit right there. Now you're going to tell me it's got to be intact and, you know, if I spit a world record and he's missing one antenna... Yep, you're screwed. Yeah, fuck you. Fuck off. (laughs) So Fuck off, you're not that much of a champion. Go away. <laughs> in order for the spit to be counted, the official must check the spat cricket for six legs, four wings, and two antennas. Otherwise, you're disqualified. I'll call bullshit on that. So if one of those antennas gets stuck in your tooth, and you're screwed. Yeah, Sorry, folks, there's a competition. They finally spit one 23.5 meters. That's <laughs> 0.1 meters farther than the, last, uh, for the previous champion, but you are disqualified because he's missing a toe. Had an idea. You had an idea. You can start. Okay, what's your idea? 
We All already right. did. What's your idea? We start our own cricket spitting thing. And don't be With, as, you know. Yeah. Okay, well, it's possible. Give them a run. We'll call it something the West Michigan Unlimited No Holds Barred Cricket Spitting Championships of the World. Sure, that was right you off the top the of my head. You know the screwed up thing? The screwed up thing is people would show up. <laughs> the West Michigan Championships of the World? Yeah. That's just where the tournament's at, West Michigan. Okay. Just show up. All you right. could, and we could start, like, there would be a ticket booth right at the front of oh. the driveway, and they would have to pay to enter. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Business. Number six, the Battle of the Oranges. The Battle of the Oranges is a festival in northern Italy, which includes a tradition of dressing up in medieval cl- clothing and throwing oranges between organized groups. It is the largest food fight in Italy and all surrounding countries. The festival marks the beginning of Italy's carnival season. 2016's food fight left over 70 participants injured. No surprise, really, because the purpose of the festival is to beat the shit out of your fellow competitors by lobbing oranges at each other. If you're injuring competitors, you're not lobbing. You are I like <laughs> this sport. <laughs> you are this rifling. is not an odd championship. You I like this. rifling oranges at the opposition. <laughs> I like this. But you get to dress up. Is that like full body armor? Suits of armor? That would be badass. Give it, a, give it a pause. Give it a pause. Give it a pause. All right. So that year there was also enough wine consumed. They drink mulled wine. To leave over 28 revelers incapacitated. That's if all? If you're interested in this event, tickets are $9 each. I want one. Yep. There are usually about 7,000 participants. Italy, just send us one. We're not going to show up, but just send us a ticket. Oh, no. I will do my damnedest. I will be there. (laughs) If I have to fucking swim, I will be there. (laughs) Right now with COVID, the world hates us. I don't don't give a shit. They're not letting us travel to their countries. I'm fairly certain if I come up on shore in Africa (laughs) or Europe, they're going to be going... (laughs) <laughs> I didn't even need your passport. Okay, no, this is the... <laughs> I was trying to escape the U.S. This is the biggest? Yeah. See, I thought the one tomato festival over there was the biggest. This is the largest this food is the fight largest in, Italy. in Italy. And surrounding But they countries. also have a big tomato festival. Or is that in Spain? I don't know. I think I don't tomato one is in Spain. Because there's a lot of tomato this. chucking going on at yeah. whatever, what I'm thinking of. All right. All right. Oranges, though, yes, they hurt. You're going to like this one, too. That would be awesome. (laughs) (laughs) This is the Air Sex World Championship. If the air guitar is not weird enough for you, you can try to compete in the Air Sex World Championship. Invented in 2006 by a group of Japanese men that didn't have any girlfriends. (coughs) No shit. The Air Air Sex is a performance activity in which men and women simulate sexual activity with an invisible partner. There are only two rules. You can't have a partner. (laughs) And it must be invisible. Rule number one, your climax must be simulated. Can't be real. Rule number two, there always must be another imaginary person on stage during your routine. A panel of judges featuring fornication legends like porn star Lisa Ann critiques each contestant and the audience chooses the winner. Now, wait a minute. There must always be imaginary partner. How so, do they know if your imaginary partner's not up there? I guess if you start groping yourself, your imaginary partner's not you there anymore. You cannot touch yourself. You must ejaculate. No, you cannot. No, no you, you can't, can't do that can't either. You, can't, you have to pretend to ejaculate mm. on your partner. This whole thing just... <laughs> I, 
For only having two rules, this is all foobard. <laughs> now that we have Andrew speechless, we'll move on again. He'll like this one because he likes fire. Okay. He likes lighting shit on fire. Fire. No, just Karen's. Mm, fire oh, hot. and shit. You're right. Never mind. Fire hot. All right. This one's in the UK. No. Oh, really? <laughs> and it involves fire. It's called I like the it. Tar Barrel Competition. Tar Barrel. It's a race. A race only suited for strong, brave souls who are willing to throw giant barrels on their backs. I want to do it. <laughs> I want to do it. The barrels have been dipped in tar and lit on was... fire. Oh, God. I thought you would have to, like, run through a lane of fire oh, without no. lighting it. This is even better than I thought. I want to do it. And Why then... is my first thought Monty Python? Eric Idle and him just running around with barrels on their backs. I just stupid like this. A, par- a part of me wants to do that and have a pair of coconuts. <laughs> yeah, do the. <laughs> because if I'm focusing, I'm banging the coconuts together. Then I'm not focusing on your back. my back. Your flaming <laughs> barrel on your back. Yeah. <clears throat> so then you race your flaming barrel through the street village. Uh, this competition goes back hundreds of years. Street village or village street? Probably should be Village, Village Street. <laughs> yes, Village Street. Thank you for that correction, Andrew. You're welcome. The event is held in early November and is only open to local competitors. So you actually have to Oh. I'm Bye, moving. I'm moving. Bye, guys. This Bye. podcast is over. <laughs> we can zoom it. <laughs> can I get it like a participation shirt or something from this event? You know, like I was there or... Andrew was there, so I, I get tried. a shirt for him because he died. I, can I have Andrew's shirt? Oh, man. Not the one he was wearing when he burned up. Oh, no, you can have that one. Uh, bystanders are wise to review the extensive safety guidelines that are listed, <laughs> including a stern warning not to touch any of the lit barrels as they pass through. Oh. So in other words, Andrew, don't try to light your cigarette off one going by. Yeah, don't light your cigarette off the dude next to you. Because I can see the two of us standing there. I am making no promises. (laughs) (laughs) I can see the two of us there. No, trip him up. I got to light this. Um, My lighter. Oh, oh, oh. Hey. Dude, stop. I forgot my lighter in the U.S. (laughs) Larry and I chasing a guy down. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Andrew. Andrew was off his chair. Yes, I know. All right. That I thought that was only like a one episode deal. Where you I need an office chair. We'll work on that. Because then I'll always be office chair. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. But um, Look, I shut you up. We have two more to get through. <laughs> And they're, prob- and they're both probably in England. England? Number nine. You folks got to quit. This Look, one's pretty, don't quit drinking. This one's pretty easy. The, the last one I saved, I saved a good one for last. <sighs> the potato con- cannon competition. Ooh. Oh, that one's just awesome. Oh. Yes. yes. Each cannon must be a traditional potato cannon with a basic combustion launch mechanism, which means no dry ice bombs or pneumatic launcher. You can actually find instructions for making your own cannon online. Mm-hmm. Any species of spuds are able to be used. So this is actually widely, I mean, I yeah, guess not widely. PV, I knew about you're it. You're going PVC yeah. and yep. uh, uh, propellant. I forget which is the big one. I don't know. It's a gas. They light okay. it and it goes poof. And the, and the spud it. goes whoop. 
<laughs> Categories of competition include accuracy, farthest Who potato launch, shoot that bad boy. highest and best decorated cannon. I wanted to make a mashed potato launcher. <laughs> <laughs> Just so I could be driving by somebody else and be like, boom. Would that be a, a uh, shotgun? Because mashed potato. You're going to have a spread. Yeah, it's that is be, most I, certain. That'd be like a tater shotgun. It'd have to be instant potatoes. Cause <laughs> you don't want the chunks because that could break somebody's window. <laughs> That'll be one of the rules. You cannot break the person's window. <laughs> Drive by mashed potato launching. <laughs> Championship of the world. Yeah. Anyway. Numero 10. This one's just really good. Yeah, okay. Let me All guess, right. it's in Number England. Number 10. Number 10. It's in England. Do you know what a conquer is, Andrew? Conquer? Conquer, C-O-N-K-E-R. No. Do you know what a conquer is? Is this where you go around whacking like something upside the head? No, it's Shellfish. not whack-a-mole, no. Catch? <laughs> no, it's a, it's a horse chestnut. Horse. Horse chestnut. So I thought the nuts of a horse were located a little further south. <laughs> These are the ones that grow on trees. <laughs> so we're in England. They collect 2,000 conkers. Those are only conkers. off the brown horses, Andrew. They collect 2,000 conkers. <laughs> they drill them, and then they string them into conquer things. So we're doing the World Conquer Championship. Okay. It's held annually on the second Sunday in October. Are we throwing horse nuts? Each player uses conkers threaded onto a string. And Is it like dodgeball? <laughs> and takes turns you can dodge trying, a wrench you can dodge a ball trying to strike the other person's nut until it shatters oh god <laughs> wow is this in England yes it again is. yes oh yes. that is awesome yes that is absolutely awesome England you yes. got more for us too many yeah. pints and too much time in your hands but we love it I don't need the yeah. rules this just sounds awesome they just make shit up over there basically it's uh, you're, when you when you attempt to strike, you have to clearly aim at the other person's conquer nut, not any other nuts. No deliberate mishits. I'm glad we clarified that. Absolutely. Yes, thank you. Uh, if your nut, fall- I don't like this anymore. <laughs> yeah. Nut falls this off. You can restring it. Oh, if you your nut falls off, your nuts. <laughs> yes. Is it like sewing them back on? <laughs> Um, so then money that's made from the competition goes to charities, Great. such as the Association for the Blind yes. and the Huntington Society. Because the blind, blind can't participate. Yes. They yes. don't know what nuts they're striking. <laughs> yes. Wow. So if you hit their nut and you don't smash it, whoever has the most hits is actually declared the winner after five minutes. Oh, okay. And that's our world championships. Well, thank you so much for that. Thank you for everybody. Oh, well, go ahead. I don't know if I want to participate in that one, Andrew. We no, that one just actually kind of sounds boring now we that might I know have the to, rules. We might have to skip that one. So thank you for everybody who stopped by, lent us their ear. We hope you enjoyed your story today. Our story, your story, whatever you want to call it. Oh. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at Tell Me Something I Didn't Need to Know or at other places. <laughs> Twitter. You guys already Twitter. know. We, we have got a tweet. A, yes. Yeah, we got a tweet. We, we, tweet. we gave a shout out. We gave a shout out. Okay, we have calm to say down. We have to say Twitter now. Twitter, Twitter. I just like saying it. Yeah, we got a tweet. Um, if you have suggestions, ideas, or comments, you can lo- you can send them to us anywhere you would like. Whether we receive them or not is none of your business. <laughs> if you enjoyed your short stop with us, too bad this is the last one. 
Uh, you can find this on Anchor, Spotify, Bullshit. Breaker, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, and Radio Public. This podcast is co-hosted by myself, Mary. Um, myself, L- Andrew. And... Oh, sorry. I'm Larry. Sorry, I'm Larry now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess Larry can be himself now. Yeah, At the beginning, well, I was Larry. Um, I but was now Andrew. Larry can be Larry. Um, this podcast, yeah, we are. I've had a couple that. more red cans. Everything since the last is going time we to be that. edited by someone in this room. I'm not going to say whom because we have company. Uh, final thought till next time. Hey, everybody, try really hard not to roll your eyes out loud. And if you do, make it count. Currently rolling not, my not eyes we out ever loud. Coughing. <laughs> have a Bye, good day. Everyone. Bye. Bye. Mr. Sandman, bring me a dream. Make him the cutest that I've ever seen. Give him two lips like roses and clover. And tell him that his lonesome nights are over. Sandman, I'm so alone. Don't have nobody to call my own. Please turn on your magic beam. Mr. Sandman, bring me a dream. Mr. Sandman, bring me a dream. Make him the cutest that I've ever seen. Give him the word that I'm not a rover. And tell him that his lonesome nights are over, Mr. Sandman, bring us a dream. Give him a pair of eyes with a come with a gleam. Give him a lonely heart like Pagliacci. And lots of wavy hair like Liberace. Sandman, someone to hold. We'll be so easy before we are too old. So please turn on your magic beam. Mr. Sandman, bring us. Please, please bring us, Mr. Sandman, bring us a dream. I got a girl who's always late. Anytime we have a date, but I love her. Yes, I love her. Gonna walk right up to her gate, yeah, to see if I can set things straight. Cause I love her, I'm gonna tell her. Come on, boys, is you in?